Chapter Five of Hartman the Anarchist by E. Douglas Fawcett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A strange awakening. Where was I? I seemed to be escaping from the throes of some horrible dream, and that too with a headache past endurance. I stretched out my right hand, and it struck something cold and hard. I opened one eye with an effort, and saw three men bending over me, as one sees spectres in a nightmare. Slowly there was borne on upon me the sound of voices, and then the cruel remembrance of that struggle. I was in a police cell, and might have to expiate my misfortunes with shame or even death. Who was to believe my tale? Horrified at the thought, I gave utterance to a deep groan. "'There's not much up with your pal, Jack,' said one of the spectres aforesaid. "'Give him some more whisky. He's hit his head and got knocked silly, that's all.' "'What was this?' A surge of blood coursed through me. I made a supreme effort and opened both eyes fully. The light was poor, but it was enough. The face of the man nearest me was the face of Burnett. By him stood a rough-looking artisan, and, by all that is marvellous, michael schwartz here take this said burnett as the rough-looking man handed him the glass you'll be all right in a minute i drank it off mechanically and imbued with new strength sat bolt upright on the bench burnett watched me satirically as i tried to cope with the situation by the light of a small lamp hanging in a niche over my head i saw that i was in a low small room about twelve feet square with bare greyish-looking walls and a few slit-like openings near the ceiling which did duty no doubt for windows a few chests several chairs and a table of the same greyish colour constituted its furniture almost directly opposite me was a low door through which blew gusts of chilly mist but as to what lay beyond it i could not of course form a conjecture having made this rapid survey I turned in astonishment to my three stolid companions, mutely entreating some sort of clue to the mystery. Schwartz then made an attempt to rouse me by asking how I had enjoyed my nocturnal run in the park, but I was still too surprised to answer. I was thinking how Burnett could have carried me safe away, where he could possibly have brought me, what had become of our pursuers, where the mysterious Hartman was, who had fired the shots these and a multitude of like riddles rendered me speechless with bewilderment when i had more or less fully regained voice and strength i turned to burnett and ignoring the impish schwartz said curtly where on earth am i you aren't on earth at all was the answer and the three burst into a hearty laugh nor in heaven added the speaker for if so neither schwartz nor thomas will be near you come a truce to humbug am i in london on the river in an anarchist's haunt or where i am quite serious but if you want something more explicit well you are not in london but above it i looked at the three wonderingly a faint light was beginning to break on my mind no the thing was impossible are you able to walk now said burnett come schwartz you take one arm and i'll take another between us we'll give mr constitutionalist a lesson stanley my boy 
in all your days you never saw such a sight such as i am going to show you now but it is nothing to what we shall see comrade when the captain gives the word added schwartz thank you i replied i will lean on you burnett i can do without herr schwartz's assistance we moved across the room hist whispered burnett don't be nasty to the german he's the captain's right hand it was he too who knocked over your man just now and so saved you from trouble take my advice and be discreet i nodded but who wait a moment and look around you we had crossed the doorway and were standing in a sort of open bullocked passage which evidently ran on for some length on either side i stepped to the bullocks look below said burnett i looked long and earnestly while schwartz and thomas stood silently in the background it was a strange sight and it was some time ere i seized its meaning it was very dark outside the only light being that coming through the doorway of the chamber i had just quitted but far below as it seemed glittered innumerable specks like stars a curious contrast to the inkiness of the cloudy pall above us as i gazed down into the depths i became conscious of a dull murmur like that of whirling machinery and forthwith detected a constant vibration of the ledge on which my elbow rested then and then only the truth rushed upon me i was being carried over london in the craft of hartman the anarchist horrified with my thoughts for the potentialities of this fell vessel dazed me i clung fiercely to burnett's arm i am then on the i gasped deck of the attila put in burnett behold the craft that shall wreck civilization and hurl tyrannies into nothingness but my gaze was fixed on those lights far below and my thought was not of the tyrannies i had left but of the tyranny this accursed deck might minister to and hartsman they said was remorseless yes growled thomas hoarsely i live for the roar of the dynamite schwartz stirred to enthusiasm shouted a brutal parody of tennyson the dynamite falls on castle walls and splendid buildings old in story the column shakes the tyrant quakes and the wilder wreckage leaps in glory throw comrade throw set the wild echoes flying throw comrade answer wretches dying 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 if the remainder of the crew resembled this sample i was caged in a veritable inferno as yet of course i knew nothing of their numbers or feelings but my expectations were far from being roseate but man i cried turning to burnett would you massacre helpless multitudes you who prate of tyranny would you also play the role of tyrants before the gathering horror all my wonder at the attila had vanished i felt only the helpless abject dismay with which one confronts an appalling but inevitable calamity at that moment some disaster to the aeronef would have been welcome the masterful vice of the fanatics maddened me rebel however as i might i was of no account the snake that snapped at the file had more in his favour we don't argue here said burnett we act 
if you want arguments you must wait till you see the captain disputes with us are useless so even he was becoming surly it was natural enough however as a moment's reflection showed the alligator on land is ordinarily mild enough in his element he is invariably a terrible monster the suspect anarchist of stepney was courteous and argumentative but the free and independent anarchist of the attila dogmatic and brutal it was obviously best policy to humour him for he alone perhaps might stand by me at a pinch i endeavoured to throw oil on the troubled waters you used not to mind criticism i urged oh no but those days are past don't take what i say unkindly for we all mean you well the captain will always talk but we here are tired of it we only exist now to act when the word is past so you will consult our convenience and your own much more effectually if you drop all such homilies for the future yes put in thomas i had enough of it in london fifteen years of revolutionary socialist talking and nothing ever done but wait a few weeks and i warrant it will be said that we here have atoned wonderfully well for arrears come a glass to our captain the destined destroyer of civilization. the gallant three acting on this hint left me to digest their advice and retired within how long i remained thinking i know not some one brought me a chair but i was too abstracted to thank him for fully an hour i must have looked down on those twinkling lights with a terror beyond the power of words to express all was as burnett had said the dream of hartman was realized the exile and outcast lately sheltered from the law in the shadow of continental cities now enjoyed power such as a hundred czars could not hope for the desperadoes with him hated by and hating society were probably one and all devoured by lust of blood and revenge the three i knew were all proscribed men loathing not only the landlord and capitalist but the workers who would most of them have rejoiced over their capture they attacked not only the abuses and the defects but the very foundations of society their long-cherished thought had been to shatter the trophies of centuries and the long-contemplated opportunity had come at last one resource remained what they meant to do with me was uncertain but my relations with burnett and the friendship of hartman's mother were sufficient to avert any apprehension of violence my endeavour then henceforward must be to work on the mind of hartman to divert this engine of mischief into as fair a course as possible to achieve by its aid a durable and relatively bloodless social revolution and to reap by an authority so secure from overthrow a harvest of beneficial results buoyed up by these brighter thoughts i now began to find time for a more immediate interest what of this wonderful vessel or aeronef itself what was it built of how was it propelled supported steered manned constructed rising from my chair i felt my way along the railing forward but found the way barred by some door or partition as i made my way back i met burnett who emerged from the low door already mentioned what exploring already he said it's no good at this hour as you have doubtless discovered 
Come inside, and I'll see you are made cosy for the night. You must want sleep, surely. I followed him in without a word. Passing into the chamber, he pressed a spring in the wall, and a concealed door flew back, revealing a dark recess. He struck a light, and there became visible a comfortable berth, with the usual appurtenances of a homely cabin such as one would occupy in the second-class saloon of an ordinary ocean-going steamer. "'By the way,' I said, "'you have not told me what's happened in the park. I am dying to know.' "'It's easily told. When you fell, the two detectives were up in a moment. I turned round, meaning to shoot, but before I emptied a barrel, crack, 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 came a series of reports from aloft, and both men were settled.' one spinning right across you see your coat is covered with blood the explanation is that thirty feet up between the alleys of the trees floated the attila and hartman and schwartz were indulging in a little sport i very soon climbed up the ladder which was swinging close by the tree we were to have come to and you were shortly afterwards hauled up in a carefully tied sheet why did we take you on board i'm surprised at your asking we could not stop and the idea of leaving you stunned and in the compromising company of dead men was not arguable would you have relished the idea of a trial as murderer and anarchist you meant well you see by me and the captain was strong in your favour some of the men know of you and no one had a bad word to say save that your theories were rather utopian but you may change for a while i was silent I thought of my utopian project. Then I said, So far as my theories go, I will confine myself now to one remark. An airship may be used as well as abused. Burnett laughed. That's better. Don't forget, however, to define your view of us to the captain. Hello, I must be off on watch. An electric bell tinkled sharply in the outer chamber. Good night. Good night. Just before turning in, I looked closely at the basin of my wash-hand stand. It was of the same silvery-grey colour which I had noted on the walls of the cabin, and which, indeed, seemed ubiquitous. A sudden thought struck me. I emptied out the water and lifted it up. Its weight seemed so absurdly small that I could hardly believe my senses. But one thing was clear. The mystery of the thin silvery-grey plate was explained. It was out of such materials the body of the Attila was fashioned. The riddle of Schwartz, previously half-brushed aside, was at last solved completely. As I was dropping off to sleep, a novel reflection assailed me. What would Lena think of my absence to-morrow? Of this terrible night in the park she would not, of course, dream. Still, but sleep speedily quenched my thinking. End of chapter 5